It's RYOBI days at the Home Depot. Buy a RYOBI OnePlus 2-pack battery starter kit for just 99 bucks and get one of over 20 select RYOBI OnePlus tools up to an $84 value, free. The OnePlus system also fits over 125 other RYOBI tools. So now, going cordless is almost endless. Buy the battery kit, get a free tool. RYOBI days now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid through June 19th, limit one per customer while supplies last. See store for details. Introducing my new $4.99 Spicy Chicken Strips Combo. 100% all-white meat strips with crunchy batter and the perfect kick of spice. The chicken is bigger, tastier, and only $4.99 with fries and a drink. Go get it. Plus tax. Limited time only. Price and participation varies. Three-piece combo with small drink and fries. The following is a Sweet Truth Media production and may not be suitable for all audiences. Brothers and sisters, get around. It's time for the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. Hey, this is Sugar Shane. Welcome to the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. How you doing there? I got my co-host with me, Billy Dees and Jack Casey. How are y'all tonight? I'm doing fantastic. Cool, cool, cool. I'm doing pretty good. How about you, Jack? All right. Kind of tired. I got like two hours of sleep last night. I had oh. the orientation today, so took a nap earlier, but it kind of made me more tired. That's what it yeah. does. <laughs> Christina gets like that, and then she also wakes up sometimes. If she don't have a headache, she has one when she wakes up. Yeah. I'm like, man, I don't understand that. I get up from sleep. I don't have a headache. I don't ever get a headache, though, man. I yeah, naps don't headache. usually do it for me, but uh, I was sitting at my desk, like, falling asleep on my keyboard, and I was like, yeah, I should probably at least try and knock myself out for a couple hours. So I don't, I don't get a lot of headaches, and... Uh, I mean, when I do, it's usually sinus-related, and I get rid of them pretty quick. Yeah. But uh, I don't really get it like, you know, just a regular, typical, got a headache. Uh, I don't know why. I just don't. Very rarely. Christina has them frequently. Uh, she gets migraines yeah. on occasion. But I don't know why. I just don't get them that much. I'm great. I'm grateful. <laughs> I'm glad. I mean, oh, I migraines com- suck, I com- dude. I get them like I ain't complaining. <laughs> I'm not like, damn, missing that, man. Uh, I wanted to let you know if you want to follow us, you can follow this show at Sweet Truth Media. Re- uh, what is it? Sweet Truth Radio? That's it uh, on Twitter. Uh, if you want to follow Sweet Truth Media itself, it's just Sweet Truth Media on Twitter. And uh, give us a follow, comment, anything you want to talk to about the show. Uh, we'll get back with you as soon as possible. Usually pretty quick, me or Billy. If you do this show, me or Billy or both, one of us will get to you. But uh, man, I, speaking of Twitter, I told this show on Tuesday, but I want to retell it for this show's sake. I had a person, Billy, get mad at me for something. I don't know why it was that big a deal. I was really agreeing with them. But I put a little joke in there just to be funny. Ha ha. But this shows you how politically correct the world has gotten. That they went to this extreme to get all offended by it. They put a tweet on there that said, If you are making fun of fat people that are in the gym, then you should be ashamed. And I simply put, I agree. Make fun of those that are on the couch eating Cheetos. And they were all... <laughs> and they all got bent out of shape about it. I'm like, look, dude, it was a joke. 
Then I went on to tell them, you're probably the same millennials that are like 22 years old, claiming how much you love Robin Williams and you love uh, some of these other great comedians from back in the 80s, like George Carlin and all that. But let me tell you something. You don't know squat about them, because if you think you could sit in front of them in a stand-up act, if that little comment blew your feelings, then you'd never made it in front of them. They'd have chewed you up and spit your ass out. Oh, dude, 80s and 90s Carlin would make most kids these days crap their pants and cry with oh, the yeah. first five minutes of the set. And that's what kills me is most of these people, to be in the coup, they'll tell you they love Robin Williams and they love George Carlin. I'm like, you clearly have not listened to a single act of theirs. There's no way you would be, you would be offended about 30 seconds into it. Yeah. I mean, come on, people. Be a little bit, you know, it's not that big a deal. Oh, George Carlin had that whole uh, act in one of his uh, shows that was, like, all about racial slurs. Right. Oh, man, these little snowflakes' heads would have exploded like <laughs> that. He even used the N-word. Oh, no. You know, mm-hmm. it's, but he was, like, making an actual point. It's not like right. he was going around. Yeah. Right. So, you would never see that today. No. It just wouldn't happen. And that's what I'm saying. These people are talking like they like they missed the good old days, or you know. And I'm like, no, you couldn't because you yeah. you have left those behind. You've shown how much you despise the good old days. And my girlfriend to, yeah. must be a rarity or something because she likes George Carlin. Oh man, George Carlin is fabulous, man. I can sit and listen to him all day. I just sometimes YouTube him, listen to a whole stand-up act. Sometimes some I've seen more than once. It don't matter. Oh man, Eddie Murphy back in the day, oh, like back yeah. in the eighties. No oh. way. No way. No. I saw Eddie Murphy Raw when I was 13 years old. <laughs> My daddy had it on VHS and he was in the bed, so I popped it to the VCR. I mean, yeah, there's no way they could handle that today. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, I wasn't trying to get on. I wouldn't even got nothing to do with the topic for today, but I was just saying, man, people, people, ease up. You wonder why we got crazy folks going out and doing crazy things. Maybe they're getting stressed out over crazy crap. Dude, people are so uptight nowadays. If you shove the lump of coal up their ass in two weeks, yeah. Time. I mean, geez, I don't care. It's like back in the day that people would be giving those yo mama jokes. Remember they were popular. Yo oh, mama yeah. this and yo mama that. I be at school and people be yeah. going yo mama. I'm like, well, okay, whatever. You don't know her. I yo don't mama. care. Yeah. <laughs> yo mama's so fat she jumped up in the air and got stuck. Yeah. Yo mama's so fat when she sits around the house, she sits around the house. Yeah. <laughs> Yo mama's so stupid, she thought quarterback was a refund. <laughs> <laughs> but people got to get a little bit, you know, you got to get back to that time period in the sense of not being so uptight about every little thing. Most of our media that we hear, most of the news we hear today is about People getting upset over something that really doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, we got a lot more important concerns, unless you just had your head in the like, hole. I call them the ostrich humans. They're the ones that stick their head in the ground and just avoid everything going on. <laughs> I almost forgot one of my favorites. Your mama's like the town bus. Guy's getting on and off her all day long. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But, oh, I, I do want to make mention of this. The more I watch this guy, the more I dislike him. I don't know what y'all's opinion on him are. Y'all might like him, but I'm not a big fan of Jake Tapper. Not a huge fan. He, to me, is like the, uh, what's that dude that's so conservative on Fox News? Uh, 
God. You're going to have to be more specific. Yeah, Tucker. Tucker. Oh, I hate Tucker's Tucker. one of them, so but I'm much. thinking of that other guy. But I guess it was Sean Hannity. Yeah, but but okay. Jack Jack Tapper does tell the news more than Sean Hannity. Sean Hannity's more of a commentary. Oh, yeah, he's a commentary speaker. guy. Yeah, he makes no yeah. bones about it. Yeah, right. He's a conservative, sure. Right, right. Okay. But Jack Tapper, it's just sometimes he comes off arrogant to me. And I don't know why. Maybe it's just a bad vibe I get. Maybe it ain't. You know, maybe I'm just yeah. getting the wrong feeling. I don't know. But it's just for me it was. Uh, Mother's Day coming up this Sunday. Y'all got any plans? Mm-mm, not really. Yeah. I think My mom's I'll... in Nebraska. Oh. I'm all out. This is going to sound kind of sad, but I'm all out of parents, man. Oh, well, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know you are. But Yeah, you can ask me about uh, Father's Day next time, you insensitive hillbilly. <laughs> Well, true. Well, I'm talking about for, like, I'll get something for my wife for Mother's Day. Even yeah, though, sure, you know, yeah. And, and something for, for from the kids, you know, or something like that. For I'm sure we're going to do something for my yeah. wife's uh, mother. Sure. Yeah. Stuff yeah, like me and, that, my, but... me and my sister pitched in for a gift certificate to, like, a spa for my mom, like, manicures and pedicures and all that. And uh, But she won't be around on Mother's Day. She's going to be out in Nebraska. Um, What's she one doing of her friends is one of her friends is retiring or something like that. Oh. So she's going out to celebrate and get out of Ohio for a little bit. Can't like say blame her. Tell her to bring some corn back wood. Now, I think we have plenty of that around here, dude. Oh, yeah, they do. y'all do go corn here a lot. Yeah, that's true. What am I thinking? My bad. Dude, that's like half of Ohio. <laughs> yeah, I know. When you go to Columbus, you know it for sure. Nothing but miles and miles of it, man. Nothing but farmland. I tell you what, that is one boring ride. You better have your sleep in before you take that route, son. Phew. I mean, it's like green, 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 corn, corn, corn. There's a barn. There's a Bob Evans sign. <laughs> it didn't keep on trucking. It's like, God. But it does supply a lot for the for the state. They do have the best corn, I will say that. I did get to watch the new Game of Thrones today. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, I thought it was a good episode. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh I'm really. I've already said it since the first season when I first was introduced to the character. He was going to play a big role, and uh, but I'm still. I don't know who's still going to have the Iron Throne. I don't know that Jon Snow isn't going to get it. I still don't. don't know. I still don't know. And at the way things are going, I really wouldn't be kind of upset about it now. She's like, I don't know. She's really getting on my nerves now, like a spoiled brat almost. Well, I can tell you what I hope doesn't happen. I can tell you that after all the years that this has been on and the loyal fam, uh, fraternity and of, of fans that it has had, uh, the community of fans, I should probably say, um, I hope they don't do something cheap, like have the ending, uh, you know, kind of loose. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, and, and it suggests, you know, some sort of a spinoff. Right. A spinoff series. Right. Uh, that would really be bad. And uh, there's a, the most certainly going to be spinoff series off of this. I don't doubt that. They've already got one in the making, and it's going to be set before this time period. All right. Well, I just hope that it, you know that the ending yeah. doesn't uh, lead into some kind of BS about right. another series. Right. I agree. And I hope there is a clear-cut ending. I don't want it, something when it goes to black, you know. I don't want it like that for this. Like the Sopranos? Yeah, I didn't mind that. I didn't have a problem with that. Um, I think I, I understood where they were coming from, but I was an avid fan. I've been watching the show since day one. I loved that show. And yeah. 
but I understood where they were coming from, and that can be done somewhat yeah. with that show. But you, you know, that that episode was not popular. Yeah, I know. Fans. Yeah, I know that. But but if you've noticed, over time, people's opinions have started to change as they went back and rewatched it and rethought it. That was the people's instant reaction after that night. A lot of that. Yeah. A lot of that was. And but I was I thought about it coolly after it happened, and I sat and thought about it from their angle, and and I understood where they were coming from. Now you can't do that with every show, and I wouldn't do that with every show. I think yeah. Game of Thrones, you can't do that. I think you have to yeah, have, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, historically, it seems like some of the most popular series have had very bad endings. Seinfeld was kind of a dud. Uh, very much so. Been, Everybody yeah, loves Raymond, I think, was a dud. Yeah, and, and you, you guys may or may not remember, but the precursor to a lot of the hospital shows today, it really set some different uh, uh, groundbreaking storylines for uh, late-night dramas was St. Elsewhere. Yeah, I remember that. Denzel Washington was on that. Denzel was on it, Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel, yeah. Yeah, a lot of them, and that was a great series. And, and I'll tell you what I liked about that series is they did a good job, kind of like MASH did, where they mixed comedic elements with serious elements. Oh, okay. It wasn't just one or the other all the time. You know, A lot of these hospital shows today, it's it's an hour of drama, and it's usually really far-out drama, you know. Um, that one had a good balance of what life is really like. There's funny moments and there's serious moments simultaneously. Mm. And they had they had a fabulous storyline there for a couple of years, and then that turned out to be a really weird ending. So there's been a lot of them oh, okay. uh, that, that just had beloved series that went on for years, had these enormous fan bases, and then just dropped the ball. <laughs> well, I think I think Cheers had one of the best endings ever. In my yeah. opinion, and Mash too. Mash yeah, I, had- yeah, yeah. Mash was good. Cheers was just simply. I loved it. Sam got the bar back, and he had gotten the bar back into his ownership. Uh, there wasn't any drastic. Nobody moving away to another state or country or none of that crazy mess. It was just the bar closed, and you didn't get to see it anymore. That was it. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't nothing dramatic. It was awesome. Yeah. I I, I, I shed a tear when that show ended. I ain't gonna lie to you. I was watching it on TV because I was a fan of the show. And yeah. I was 16, I believe, or something like that. I'm, or I might have been 17 when it went off the air. And I shed a tear, man. It was a, it was a very good show to me. I loved it. I remember me and Christina are rewatching it now. Yeah. You guys remember how Dexter ended after only seven seasons? You know, and, and after seven seasons, I, 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 I thoroughly took in that entire series, but I have not actually caught the last three episodes. Oh, wow. And I've always, I've always been told that that ended badly. They ended it so badly, it like oh. it almost made me hate the entire series. Oh wow! The way they did it. Um, De- yeah. Dexter should have faced consequences. Um, did, one uh, show that I think that they ended really well was King of the Hill. Uh, oh, because okay. the very last episode has uh, Bobby and Hank finally like bonding over something, and then they have a barbecue like huh. for their entire neighborhood, and then that's, that's how they ended it. That's cool. I thought that was actually really well done. Yeah, that's good. The next time you go on a binge, Jack, uh, speaking of Dexter, the guy who played him was in a series prior to that called Six Feet Under. Yeah, I've seen most of that. Yeah, that's okay, an and, excellent and show. Very well, too. Lord, that that's an excellent show. show. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I don't have, uh, I don't have um, Showtime, so I don't really get to watch these very much. Yeah. But um, I might feet actually feet. see if I can kick my sister a few bucks to put Showtime and Stars on Hulu. Well, Six Feet Under I really is want an to HBO. See that American... Yeah, that I was really a... Want to... Oh, it's HBO. Yeah, yeah, six feet oh, okay. under HBO. Yeah, I really wanted to. I really want stars too because I want to see the American Gods series. Yeah, because I read the book and it's one of my favorite books. Yeah, so, I like Ian McShane. 
Speaking of, if you're an avid Deadwood fan as I am from HBO, they're working on okay. a they're working on a Deadwood movie to come to the theater. Yeah, it's it, going to bring a conclusion to all that. Oh, really? Oh, is it going to be on the theater? I yes. thought it was going to be on HBO. Oh, it, okay. may be, it may be on HBO, but I th- it could be on HBO. Yeah. You know, I might be wrong. I thought it was coming to the theater like it did Sex in the City, but it may oh, be. Okay. It may be just on TV. But either way, they're going to do a movie, and it's going to bring a conclusion to that. Oh, Fantastic okay. cool. show. I loved it. I tell you what, now, I'll, I'll tell you this. It's not a show for kids. If it, I mean, not even, minus the nudity. There's so much cussing in this movie that me, if I went back to FCC, I couldn't cuss as much as these people do. I mean, Lord, it's like every other word. That's the guy that always says, cocksucker. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Yeah, that's him, the bar owner. Oh, Swesinger or whatever his name was. Boy, he was a mean son of a good one. But, uh, I think Trailer Park Boys could probably rival that show. I don't know. In terms of of cursing. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> I don't know, man. Because I'm telling you, if you if you put an episode of this on and listen to this guy go, tell him, Billy. It's like every other word. It'll be like the yeah. beep, beep beep down by the beep 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 come up to the beep beep beep. I mean, it's just that bad. It's like oh yeah, that's <laughs> too much. Nobody talks like that. Yeah, it's like way out there on the way he cusses. Of course, it's set in the old west, but I mean, it's a good show. I love the show. Well, yeah, he could say it. It, it, it goes well because he's got this accent, in the yeah. movie, like I try to kind of poorly tried to do, but uh, uh, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does a good. Yeah, I, I think that's how he talks in real life. I believe he's oh, not is it really. Yeah, I, I think he's from overseas. I don't know where, but I think he's from over there. But uh, but okay. he, but uh, but he's. Uh, I love I love him as a character. He's good. But. Uh, do you think we are at a constitutional crisis due to the eight percent of the Mueller report not been shown yet, as they're trying to say the Democratic side is trying to say? Who, who do you want to answer that first? Uh, you go ahead. You know, in terms of a uh, constitutional crisis, and here again, we always preface this when we talk about politics. I am not a, an ideologue. I don't have a, a political philosophy, ideology, what have you. Um, I don't like any of them, is my general uh, position. Haven't for many, many years. And uh, I would have to say that a, a constitutional crisis is, is, is a bit dramatic um, for what is going on right now. There are reasons for uh, redactions. Now, granted, they can be used, uh, overused to hide information, but... or whatever the percentage happens to be uh, is well within the guidelines to protect the identity of people that uh, are innocent who may be caught up in this, uh, to protect certain methods of gathering information, to protect the integrity of other investigations that are going on. And uh, here again, if there was a smoking gun, and I I said from the very beginning when I first heard about this Mueller report, My prediction was, number one, politically and in terms of image, it was going to be bad for the president. Okay, but I I also said that it's very unlikely that an indictment is going to come out of it. And that's exactly what happened. You had this thing here that's very damaging to the image of the presidency, that's very damaging to the image of the country overall. But there isn't just a hot enough smoking gun that you can get a hold of and do something very quickly, okay? What's going to happen here if the Democrats push this 
and keep raising all these things about constitutional crisis and impeachment and everything is they are going to waste away the next two years, okay? And they're not going to have a fresh face like Bill Clinton or Barack Obama or any of those people that they've had in the past. And I'm not saying those somebody like them, carbon copies of them, but I mean in terms of somebody fresh and, and exciting for the party. If they don't concentrate on creating that kind of a dynamic uh, candidate, their only thing that they're going to be left with Trump is we our guy is better than Trump. That's that was their platform in yeah. 2016, and that's where they're heading for 2020. Yeah, and there's nothing in there that's going to oust him anytime soon. And right now is when the political season is really heating up. Okay, and you really better be cultivating a dynamic, you know, candidate to go up against Trump. And, uh, you know, creating all this havoc and calling a constitutional crisis uh, with what we've got right now is playing right into the hands of the Republicans. Mm -hmm. And here again, I'm I'm not uh, I'm not advocating for the Democrats. I'm just telling you, if I was advising them right now. I'd be saying you better conjure up a, a really ex- exciting candidate and make him a star. That's what you should be doing, not vilifying Trump. You've done that now for years. Yeah. Okay, and he still has a good approval rating. So. Yeah, you've uh, got that, to, you've got to cut away from all that garbage, and just get your yeah. guy and come up with a position, have a stand, and just force that, and not worry about trying to you know. Everything doesn't deserve a response. Yeah, he, he be foc- Go ahead. He should be focusing on is uh, using Trump's own words against him, not just randomly saying yeah. Trump bad. Yeah, you don't see him do that very much. Just dig up tweets and quotes and stuff like that. Because I mean, if they would have hammered like that since 2016, I feel like he'd be in a lot more trouble than he is. And I hate to say it, but I think he's going to get reelected unless like some kind of radical shit. He, he, he probably yeah. is. And, yeah. and you know what? Uh, it's way too early to tell. But I, I would have to say, if you've just been banking on, oh well, there's no way this guy's going to get reelected. You're 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 living a, a false reality. Yeah, you go. What I think a lot of people are doing. You go yeah, wake man. up just like I did a few years ago when he got elected in the first damn place. Because I woke up shocked. I went to bed for sure thinking Hillary was going to win. And when I woke up and they told me Donald Trump won, I had to tell them, I said, no, you crazy. I, I stayed up till 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I, did. I, I, I was actually out at a uh, the election night. I was actually out at one of my, uh, uh, you know, my promotional things that I go to. And... Uh, the the TVs were on and there at, at, at we were at a restaurant and the, the returns were coming in and it was like kind of fifty fifty and I really wasn't paying a whole lot of attention to it and then when I by the time I got home that map just started getting redder and redder <laughs> I was yeah. like okay you know something's going on here and I ended up uh, until the official result was announced I, I it was like three o'clock in the morning and um, it, it's still hard for me uh, to believe. Because uh, I was one of the people that said he was never going to win. Right. I, I was, and too. I, even when he was a candidate just in the Republicans, I said he wasn't going to be the nominee, and he was. Yeah. Yeah, so, I didn't I didn't see him winning at all, man. Because I, I thought, yeah, there ain't no way American people are going to vote for this dude. Look how he acts, how he talks. Because, I mean, I, I thought he talked crazy then, just to be yeah. truthful. He, man, he, he gave me know, a good he, laugh every now and then, but I was just like, this dude ain't going to win. This is like a cartoon running against the president. Next thing yeah, I know, t- bam. Hey, Jack, I'll tell you what I uh, uh, 
Bill Maher did this bit a couple weeks ago that was really interesting. This was really interesting. He said about a lot of the things that Trump has said openly, he said that that is somehow or other him saying these things publicly gives him cover. And he did this by uh, taking a tape of all the things, or not all, but a lot of the things that, that President Trump has said. And they disguised it like it was, uh, you know, coming through a phone, like it was uh, secretly taped. And he said, uh, if, you, if you watch the show, they do this really well. And his point was, if, the, if these things that he said were secretly taped, they would be scandals. But he said them publicly, and for some reason, nobody has said anything about them. Right. And uh, he's right. I mean, um, th- that's amazing to me. Yeah. That he just openly says things that would be public relations nightmares for any other candidate or any other president, and uh, it, it doesn't seem to have an effect. That's well, a amazing. Lot his, a lot of his followers, too, are just like, oh, well, he tells it how it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how he wants it to be. <laughs> and I guess I could kind of see that kind of appeal. But also, like, you know, some of the stuff that he spouts on about too i mean you know if there's something worse that he's distracting you from on the surface yeah yeah i mean i don't have so no problem like, with somebody that tells it like it is but i want somebody that's got a clear head that thinks straight got their yeah. got their act together to tell me how it is not somebody just runs off at a rant at three o'clock in the morning <laughs> yeah he's a I don't know. He's just crazy. I mean, I, I, there's a few things he's done that I agree with, or that he's, you know, and, and there's very oh, few. Oh, sure. So I can't say that there's nothing he's done. There's certain, and there's things he said he's done or going to want, but he ain't really doing right now. But he says he wanted in the beginning that I agreed with, like infrastructure. But man, uh, well, the White House just kicked a whole bunch of uh, journalists out. Yeah. past couple of days revoked revoked all their press passes so i'm well, kind of wondering what's around the corner now yeah like if they're gonna i really hope that he doesn't try and get aggressive with iran i really do i think but we're at a you say you, you do or you don't i don't uh, i hope that we don't mess oh, okay. with iran because that's just a quagmire in itself that we don't i don't think i don't think we need to mess with iran but i think we need to keep sanctions because these people are a clear threat, and and uh, Netanyahu, under another office, tried to warn people about him about them in the United Nations. They pretty much got mocked off stage. And that's yeah. what, and, and if we would have had another presidency like that now, there probably wouldn't be any relations with Israel because Netanyahu was about ready to pull out to begin with. And he tried to warn people about this guy. About this yeah. country, and and and, he's, and they're proving themselves to be exactly what he said they were. Yeah, Iran is well, not can, no friend to us by I, no I, means. I, I, I just started <laughs> following that, and yeah. uh, I, I don't know if, how how closely you've monitored Jack because I know you, you're up on these things. But from what I understand, it's actually getting pretty bad, more more so than what people realize. Right? They told today Iran announced they're giving on the United States sixty days. To come back to the table and discuss uh, lifting sanctions and allowing them whatever to do. If not, they're going to continue with nuclear. That's what they said. Yeah, well, I heard something about um, uh, we're moving aircraft carriers into the region. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Matter of fact, hang on, let me see where it was at. Oh, no, that was North Korea. We captured a cargo ship that was uh, it was carrying coal. 
And that's that's against oh. the sanctions, and they took. And of course, they've been shooting missiles off too. Again, yeah, short range yeah, missiles. Been, I think they've been going on a war on Neptune because uh, <laughs> they keep bombing the ocean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, dude, what species of shark pissed you off? You yeah. That? That's funny. Yeah, they're not getting anywhere. Or on Neptune. But it's just their way of trying to say, you know, look, we're going to continue doing what they're doing. They, and, and, you know, and they're, and now uh, North Korea, Iran, is threatening it if, they're, if the sanctions aren't lifted, they're going to withhold something about uranium and heavy water. Something to do with that. I don't know exactly what that's about. But, uh... So, or and uh yeah he's they're serious over there man they ain't joking people think it's a big joke they think in 60 days i guess they're gonna be like okay we're okay we don't know what the hell they're gonna do we don't really know what they're capable of to be quite frank we know north korea probably ain't capable of nothing with any with any big thing without without anybody helping them but iran right and they've already got one helper I mean, if it came down to it, people, I'm telling you, Russia ain't going to side with us. They'll side with Iran. They already provide them the weapons they have over there. They're a big trade outlet. Yeah. They're not going to side with us. If you think that, you're really drinking some crazy cocoa puffs. Because there ain't no way in hell. Now, I'm not saying we're headed for World War Three or nothing. I'm not trying to give nobody a big scare. But you have to know when things ain't, you know, it's not something you just push under the rug and say, hey, ain't no big deal, ain't nothing going to happen. Right. I often wonder if World War One and World War II was, was, what could have been prevented if they hadn't have pushed it under the rug and said it ain't going to happen. So, it is serious. And the constitutional crisis, as they were mentioning, now I think we are at a constitutional crisis. But it's not because of a Mueller report. Oh, I think it's with all the uh, press passes getting revoked and everything. I'd call that a constitutional crisis because it's well, yeah. an attack on the First Amendment. Well, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, I'm, I understand what you're saying there, Jack. I'm, I'm not quite so sure that that's a First Amendment violation. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to argue with you, but to me, First Amendment is preventing someone from speaking. And that's not what uh, what's happening here. And and quite frankly, I mean, there are thousands of reporters that want to get into that White House briefing room, and they only select a few, so not everybody can get in. So you know, just by saying that you know these ones here can't come in either, really isn't in the big scheme of things, you know, getting in the way of anybody's free speech rights. Nobody, and the facts are, telling- if they're going to cut somebody, they're going to cut the CNN people. <laughs> Well, that's fine, but here, okay, there's my case in point. No, nobody's telling CNN to shut up. Nobody's telling them that they can't broadcast anymore. Nobody's t- shutting them down. The government isn't getting invo- you know, involved with their sp- free speech rights or their right to say anything they want. The, all they're saying is, is a representative of yours can't be standing right next to me. Well, I'm seeing well, that uh, that gray area, though, with like what he's been doing with the press kind of get darker and darker. And that kind yeah, of- yeah, that, that I would agree with. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree with I, that, I'm yeah. With- I mean, a lot of journalism sucks these days, but, I mean, we still have to know what's going on inside of the people that we elect, like inside their offices and, um, you know, what their decisions are, stuff like that. And when you black yeah. all that out, I mean, that's another step toward, you know, if it's to- or a totalitarian state. Yeah. And that's not good. 
Well, Obama did the same thing. He he not he he was uh, not 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 as sweeping as Trump has, but he's, I was going to say not on the same scale. Yeah, yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm kind of with Billy on it. I don't know how they cut over how they because yeah, like you said, eight all of them could go. I mean, hey, if I could fit everybody, you'd have to take buses loads in there. Yeah, we would want to be there. But I don't want to spend a bunch of time describing it. But if you do look it up, I mean, the way that they did it is kind of. Oh, I don't doubt they might have. Uh, what you want to call went through some loopholes. I mean, I don't doubt they didn't do that, because maybe they did get some people they didn't want in there out, you know. I don't know what the deal is. Like, he had banned that one guy that time, you know, from being there anymore, so. But, uh, but I think we're at a crisis in the sense that, you know, just nobody can get along. I mean, it's not the Mueller report. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you. I think that all 100% of that Mueller report will come out. And I don't know if it's going to show everything, anything, any kind of collusion involving Donald Trump. And it, and, yeah. I, I, and then when it didn't, the Democrats would just jump off that high horse. And I'm not talking, I'm talking, I'm not talking against you as a Democrat, Jack. I'm talking about the extremist. That oh, yeah, would, no, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not. Liberal, it, yeah, I'm, I'm not. Liberal who hates other liberals, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I was just clarifying. I'm not speaking of necessarily you. I'm just saying the extremists that even when the Mueller report came out and Donald Trump was cleared and exonerated of anything that he could have done, not that he ever was charged in the first damn place, they would still jump onto something else and ride that out as long as they could. Yeah, I mean because they're destined to hate this man, and I'm not saying that he's a good president. I'm not saying I'm fond of him either, but. They're at the point now, the extremists, that it didn't matter what he did. He could he could go out there and poop gold and give it to the poor, and, they, and there'd still be something they'd have to say about Yeah. It's gotten to that point, and that's why we can't sit down at the table and have a discussion like normal human beings and come at a crossroads and compromise here and compromise there and get our government running back together because we're too busy fighting one another. And as long as that stays in, that spirit stays in the country and that division stays, we're only going to get worse and worse and worse. And I don't even know where we'll be in 20 years if this continues. Well, that's how the rich want it, too, and the oligarchs, the society, the rich corporations and everything. What they like to do is pit us against each other. Um, And they'll take, like, nine out of ten of your cookies that tell you that the other guy's trying to steal your your half. Right. And uh, I really do think it's kind of deliberate, to be honest. Because if we're fighting each other, we're not paying attention to how we're getting screwed every single day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh that's... Yo, absolutely. It's politics of distraction. That's exactly what it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They'll distract us with all kinds of crap, man. That's what they've done to so many people today. These ostrich people, I call, stick their heads in the ground. They'll stick their head up every now and then to check out TMZ. They'll find out what's going on there, or BuzzFeed. But when it gets down to something that really matters, you can't take a stand when you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Right. I would love to be one of these people that goes through the crowd, one of these protests, and start asking questions. Hey, what are you here for? And then start asking them questions about it and watch them stand there and be like, uh... Because they don't even really know. You do your own Lewis Spears thing. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to do that. Yeah, when he, yeah, when he went to the Marxist group. Yeah, that was funny as hell. But... I like when he made them uh, chicks walk with him. Oh, I ain't supposed yeah. to say chicks, I'm sorry. But if he... 
he walked them girls down the street, made them follow him, but it was they told him his car was parked down there and he wouldn't even park there. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, that's a good video. But uh, there's Joe, something Joe Biden they're saying. He said I don't know if he said he's come out and clearly said it, or if he's hinted around to it. And if he did, I'd have to say I disagree, and I'll tell you why, and then you can say whatever y'all want to say. How apparently he's been making it some kind of what statements that show that health care should be provided for illegal immigrants, and I disagree in the sense that. There's a reason why I don't have no problem with legal immigration. I've never said I don't care how many come over here. They could come over here by boat fools. I don't care as long as it's legal. I have no problem. But when you start cutting into letting just anybody, you just you just don't know. And if you have illegal immigrants coming in and getting health care, then we can't even get health care for our American citizens. We can't even. Have you been to a vet hospital? Brother, let me tell you, it sucks. Oh, yeah. My grandfather had to go to one. I know. I've been there. Nurses that don't even half-ass act like they care. Like they'd have better things to do. I've seen it firsthand. And we can't even get decent health care for our own American citizens here. And folks that went over and fought, whether you agree or disagree with the cause, they still fought under under our nation. And they can't even get health care. After they come back all screwed up and messed up in the head. Well, the problem, though, with the... We can't refuse illegal immigrants medical care if they need medical care, though. And they're not going to pay for it. They're just going to disappear. And it, literally, zero will change. I mean, this has been going on for years and years. Uh, I think he's just trying to jump on the uh, free health care for all bandwagon. Yeah. I mean, if we had universal health care, it would be kind of the same thing. Yeah. Like if you get sick or hurt up in Canada, I mean, they still treat you. You don't normally get a bill for it. Right. Yeah. So, I, I, just, I don't know. I'm on the fence about that one. I think it's getting blown out of proportion. The only thing I'm saying is that's why we're in the the place we're in in this country, in our national debt. That's one of the reasons we're in it. Cause we you got to keep in mind, too, that uh, illegal immigrants do actually pay a lot of taxes. Oh, I'm not, not. Yeah, I'm not just saying social security numbers, sales tax, um, foreign, uh, foreign-owned like home property tax stuff like that. So it's uh, not like they don't contribute anything. Well, I'm not saying that the yeah. biggest that that, that all, the reason why we're in national debt is illegal immigrants. That's not what I'm saying. I'm yeah. saying the reason why we're in national debt is because we become a helper to anybody and everybody that comes along. And I'm not just talking about illegal immigrants. I'm talking about taking money and pouring it into this country and taking money and pouring it into that country and doing this and doing that. I think there's times you do do things because it's going to benefit you. And there's times you keep your nose out of stuff. Well, I've been saying that for years. But I mean... We, Until we, we fix our own domestic problems, we shouldn't be yeah. getting involved in everybody else's. Yeah. We got too many, we got too much going on, man. I mean, we don't. Uh-uh. We spend money on junk that don't need to be funded. Like we have, like a that grant. I forget three hundred fifty thousand dollars. I know that doesn't sound like a lot of money, but if you have a lot of those, it adds up. And they spent three hundred fifty thousand dollars on a government organization. I forget what school it was or what it was. They got a grant to figure out what was the benefits from riding a bicycle back and forth to work. Right. I mean, well, really? No, there's there's way more egregious things out there too, though. I mean, look at all those. I think F-35s that we built that the military said they didn't want 
and they were like something like a billion, two billion dollars each, and they're just sitting in a desert. Oh yeah, that's wasted right now. Yeah, that's wasted, buddy. Now, I'm not against. Now, I'm well, not for that plane has had problems. Yeah, that, that's why. Yeah, that that plane has had a lot of technical problems. Well, even before they started mass manufacturing it, the Pentagon straight out came out and said they didn't want them. Like they yeah. didn't have any you know tactical use for them, and then we built them anyway. See, that's stupid. Yeah, I mean, that's stupid spending. They, I, I don't have a problem with meta, I don't have a problem with military spending, to a degree. I don't think it needs to be the bulk of your expenditure as a nation, but I think you have to have something spent there, because otherwise, people are going to get ahead of you. And you know, you have, and unfortunately, we live in a world where you have to protect yourself and think that Tom, Dick, and Harry, while they're smiling at you right now, they might not be tomorrow. Well, we spent. <laughs> As we spend more money on our military, though, than the next eight countries combined. Oh, I agree. I agree. I'm not saying we don't. I'm not saying I we think don't. We could cut it down. Yeah, I'm not saying put the I'm, money toward you know other things. Yeah, I agree. I'm not saying it needs to be spent as much as it is. I mean, but there's some people out there so extreme that think you shouldn't even spend any money. And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, why, whatever. But that's I'm, called living. That's called living in Candyland. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think it could be cut some. Yeah, I, I agree with that. We could put it somewhere else at more use, but I don't know what Billy thinks on that. But I, I don't necessarily have a problem with uh, military spending. What what I really have a problem with is where the money goes. Yeah, just just like Jack was saying, uh, we had an issue with tanks that the Pentagon didn't want, and you know, and when when they churn out the tanks, when the Pentagon says they don't want them or need them. What it becomes then is essentially a public works project. It's just paying people to produce things. Yeah, like why can't we just take that money that we're spending on these stupid tanks no one wants and then retrofit some factories around the United States that you know produce yeah. things that people do want? Well, the, the, the problem is, is, the, is the people that build those tanks live in districts that have heavy representation, not only in Congress but with all the lobby groups. Well, yeah, that's it's, it's massive. And that's uh, what happens. Mm. And what what I have a problem with then is I hear these stories about these soldiers out in the field not having the, 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 uh, enough bullets, not having the proper armor that they need. Yeah. You know, that that's the kind of uh, stuff that I really can't tolerate. If I was president of the United States and I asked the military, you know, does uh, uh, private – you know Sam Smith or whatever out in uh, Afghanistan. Does he have everything he needs? Does he have enough bullets? Does he have enough armor? Does he have enough water? Does he have enough health care when he's over there? And if the answers to any of those questions is no, then everything stops. There's no tanks. There's no planes. There's there isn't jack squat mm. until that guy gets the stuff that he needs. Yep. And uh, that's what I have a problem with. Yeah, that's see, yeah, I one hundred percent agree. Like instead of building like all these tanks and airplanes that we're never going to use, I mean, why not take that money, retrofit, and instead make the things that we need? I mean, you can still make munitions in the same factory. You just kind of you know repurpose yeah. it instead of just blowing money over and over again on things that you know nobody wants. It's just it doesn't make sense to me. Mm. Uh, and I do realize that it's lobbying. And it's like you know, court or it's a uh, congressional pork projects and all that. But still, at the same time, they can still put these people that they're putting to work that they're so afraid of losing all their jobs that they don't build the tanks and then have them build body armor, drones, things like that. Yeah, and I don't see why we don't do that. It, it makes no sense. Yeah. Well, I got one story left here. It's a little crazy, uh, kind of like a karma story. Maybe you want to call it that. 
And then before we get off the air, weeks after a Kentucky teen sued his school for requiring students to stay to stay home, uh, the, the school was requiring students to stay home if they hadn't had their uh, vaccinations. <laughs> I heard about this. So he decided to sue the school. Well, weeks after that, now he has the chicken pox. Yeah. Yeah, have fun getting shingles later in life. Yeah, I've had the chicken pox. That's something I hope I never get is shingles, man. Well, well, there's a vaccine for those. Yeah, there's a vaccine for for shingles. I might need to look into that because my grandmother had shingles twice in her life. Yeah. I might have to look into that. I asked my doctor about it. He said I I was too young for it to be effective. I had to wait a couple years. I was all right. That's something I don't want to have either, man. Those are bad. Yeah. I think also it's if you get the chicken pox, like, after, you know, uh, late childhood, you know, uh, after adolescence or whatever, that's when the risk goes up. I had them at you eleven. Had them with chicken pox, young. I had them at eleven. You know, yeah, I had them around eight. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, I had them in the second grade. I remember. Oh, okay. Well, we might have had them young because eleven might not be too uh, too old. Well, they're saying if you hit like I, I believe it's your uh, your twenties, like your mid twenties. Oh God, yeah. Or uh, somewhere maybe a little bit before that uh, is the cutoff for it. That's when the. Um, the likelihood of getting shingles later in life kind oh, of skyrockets. Oh, okay, yeah, I had them way before that, yeah. So. But, so I thought that was a little t- twist of irony right there. He suing his parents, suing the, uh, the school, and he ends up getting it. Yeah, that made me happy when I read about it earlier. That's <laughs> not all. Although he's okay stuff. with that. he <clears throat> The story is he's okay with that because... Uh, his explanation is is that that's part of the natural process, uh, uh, but he didn't want the vaccine because the vaccine was derived uh, from fetus uh, tissue. Yeah, okay, that's whatever. That's what he said. Natural born jackass. Yeah. <laughs> so that's well, what he is. That, that everybody like <laughs> takes everything literally on the internet nowadays too, and doesn't actually research anything. Uh, yeah. And Twitter, you can quote me on that. I can guarantee you that if the internet wasn't a thing, like we would have no anti-vaxxers. Oh, yeah, probably. yeah, that's true. That's true. You're probably right. Cause that's a big. That the internet spread a lot of that crap. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna get off of here, man. We gotta uh, be back here Monday night at eleven o'clock. Uh, Billy, I have the show for us. Y'all got anything? I guess just Mother's Day. We already spoke about that. So. Yep. That's about happy it. Mother's Day. Yeah, Happy Mother's Day to everybody out there. If you're a mother, and you're a decent mother, uh, if you're not a decent mother, I don't know. Try to get yourself in gear. But uh, did you see a... that video where the guy called his dad, wished him a Happy Mother's Day? Uh-uh. Uh uh. I'll send it to you. It's funny. Oh uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "What the hell are you calling me about this? Tell me Happy <laughs> Mother's Day for." <laughs> yeah, I'll send that to you right when we get off of here. Yeah, so uh, happy Mother's Day to all y'all out there, and I uh, hope you have a great day. Hope you everybody cooks your dinner, whatnot. Don't cook it yourself. Uh, other than that, y'all have a good weekend. We'll be back here Monday night, 11 o'clock. I can't believe it. That Philip brought his little brother on our mission into orbit? How long until we get there? How long until we get there? How long until we get there? No, I can't believe how easy it was to save hundreds of dollars on my car insurance with GEICO. 
What's this button do? What's this button do? What's this button do? What's this button do? Don't, no, 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 don't no. touch that. Believe it. Geico could save you 15% or more on car insurance. I can't believe it. That Philip brought his little brother on our mission into orbit. How long until we get there? How long until we get there? How long until we get there? No, I can't believe how easy it was to save hundreds of dollars on my car insurance with Geico. What's this button do? What's this button do? What's this button do? What's this button do? Don't, no, 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 don't no, no, no. touch that! Believe it, Geico could save you 15% or more on car insurance.